0: Anna, do you have a date for Valentine's Day? Yes, it's February the 14th.
1: <laughs> we have beer as cold as your ex's heart. I'd walk yes. in. <laughs> I really like Dragobete. He seems very politically correct. And unlike Cupid, he did not interfere with people. At least on this day, men should not annoy women. I don't think they can do it for a day, André. It will be a bit of a push.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I need you in my life. In ways even I don't understand. Not to keep reading, but in ways that leave me breathless. A hopeless romantic. I like it. I'm Anna, and together with my co-host Andrea, in this episode, we are celebrating Valentine's Day. Let's talk about love, baby. Welcome to
1: Sunder Characters. Valentine's Day is a day when it's traditional to send a card, often anonymously, to a person one is romantically involved with or attracted to. Anna, do you have a date for Valentine's Day? Yes, it's February the 14th. (laughs) I see we're still at the dad jokes. Okay, I like it, Mish. So Valentine's Day is very popular across the globe, as we might know already, but what I found really interesting is that in some countries it is actually banned. But going back to the origins on Valentine's Day, they are shrouded in mystery. So basically, we don't know for sure what started it, but it seems that it has vestiges of both ancient Roman and Christian tradition. The Catholic Church recognizes at least three saints called St. Valentine's, and they've all been martyred. Either way we look at it, it did not end up well for him, whoever he was. One legend says that when the emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families, he outlawed marriage for a young men. And Valentine, realizing the injustice of this decree, defied Claudius the emperor and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. When uh, the emperor found out, he ordered that he beheaded Dark. All in the name of love. In the name of war. <laughs> <laughs> In 1537, King Henry VIII, who loved to be loved, by the way, decreed by Royal Charter that Valentine's Day would become a holiday in England. You know what? I had to learn about
0: him for the British citizenship. He's the monarch who had six wives. And do you know that one of them died, one survived, he divorced two of them, and two of them were beheaded. So he went <laughs> through all the stages with them. <laughs> So obviously he's the right person to decree a national celebration
1: for the UK. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Well, he had lots of experience with love. So, you know, I love love. And in Romania, we celebrate love throughout the whole month of February. So obviously on the 14th of February, we celebrate Valentine's Day, but we also have another celebration on the 24th of February. On this day, we celebrate another mythical God called Dragobete. I really like this because I was looking into it and what the old traditions say, and they advise how to behave on this day in order to celebrate it properly. First of all, both young girls and boys are not supposed to cry or complain. According to this tradition, those who do will bring nothing but sorrow and trouble to themselves in the following months. So rule number one, best behavior. Secondly, at least on this day, men should not annoy women. Can we make this celebration every day? I don't think they can do it for a day, Andre. It would be a bit of a push. Well, according to the tradition, if they do so, their love life will fall apart. And on this day as well, housekeeping or working is not recommended. You can, however, clean your house. I really like Dragobete. He seems very politically correct. And unlike Cupid, he did not interfere with people, but he was there to always remind people to celebrate love.
0: I mean, first of all, Dragobete, I always thought it's a celebration for elderly. Every day is a school day. Also, Andre, what about Cupid? I want to understand the correlation
1: between Cupid and Saint Valentine's. Were they friends? Were they related? Actually, Cupid had nothing to do with Valentine's Day for a really long time. But because he represented love and playfulness in love, you know the story, He had a bow and an arrow and he chose his victims by shooting an arrow at them and making them fall in love. So he was associated with love and became the symbol for Valentine's Day, but they were not related. And we don't know how or why. Valentine's Day is a very popular holiday to get engaged. A 2017 study by Diamond retailer James Allen found that 43% of millennials chose Valentine's Day as their ideal day to propose or to accept a proposal. I'm very saddened by this fact. In the Philippines, those who can't afford their dream wedding jump at the chance to tie the knot on Valentine's Day. And it's actually sponsored by the government. So they do uh, mass weddings and they take place across the country with everything being provided for them, even the rings. Now that's a way to save money.
0: Oh, I totally agree. I would definitely get married on Valentine's Day. Why not? (laughs) It's interesting what's happening in the Philippines. In Japan... Women tend to do most of the gifting on Valentine's Day. Offensive. Uh, I know. <laughs> so Valentine's Day was first introduced to Japan in 1936 and has become widely popular. Nothing different from Europe. However, due to a translation error made by a chocolate company, only women buy chocolate and gifts for their sweethearts on February 14th. That's really sad, isn't it, André? Yeah. Yeah. But don't worry, apparently women get their turn to get spoiled, so on March the 14th, that's when Japan celebrates White
1: Day, which
0: is when men buy gifts for their partners.
1: Chocolate, destroying traditions for Japanese women and waistlines across the globe.
0: Accurate. (laughs) But apparently chocolate didn't always mean love, and I think we should have spoken about this in our episode about heartbreaks. Apparently, physicians in the old days would recommend chocolate to people who were suffering from a broken heart or pining after a lost love. All I know about chocolate is that you eat it because it gives you the same feeling as falling in love or being in love. So it makes sense why men buy chocolate for women on Valentine's Day. That's one day a year when they might definitely feel loved. I would take chocolate any day. <laughs> you and me both. Another fun fact, Andre, is that February the 14th has been known as National Chocolate Day in Ghana, just because they wanted to promote the consumption of chocolate. Can we make it
1: a thing across the world? Because I'm into it. But Andre, it's just for February the 14th. Oh. Don't you want to celebrate every day? Yes. I'm appealing to the economists in here. Do you have some numbers on Valentine's Day? You mean the stock data? If you must insist. Of course, I found some
0: numbers. So, apparently, over 1 billion US dollars worth of chocolate is purchased for Valentine's Day. You know, this kind of puts into perspective why chocolate is so popular and is the symbol of love. Financially speaking, it's really worth it for companies, isn't it? Also, they say that Americans spend a lot on love. The National Retail Federation did a survey. And Americans spent twenty three point nine billions u s. dollars on Valentine's Day. That was in two thousand and twenty two, which apparently was the second highest year on record. Wow, Andrea, almost twenty four billion, just on Valentine's Day. The record for spending was set in two thousand and twenty, which was twenty seven point four billion spent on the holiday. I just wonder what happened in two thousand and twenty one while we were in lockdown. How much was the divorce rate went then? up? To it. <laughs> yeah, probably probably profits as well. An interesting fact, about 27% of pet owners give Valentine's Day gifts to their pets, according to the same National Retail Foundation, which is up um, from 70% in 2010. André, I'm telling you right now, if Vey doesn't say I love you or gives me something, I'm not going to give her a present.
1: I barely know when her birthday is. <laughs> <laughs> Every year, thousands of people send letters to Juliet, you know, from Romeo and Juliet, and volunteers respond to each letter and award a prize to the author of the most romantic letter. And this prize is called Cara Julieta. It's called Dear Juliet. I like it.
0: I think that's wonderful. Initially, when I read about it, like, you know, thousands of people write to Juliet, I was thinking, do they know she's dead? Or (laughs) did someone break the news? Or maybe someone doesn't want to hurt them? But then if volunteers actually get back to them and reply to each letter, I think that's wonderful. It's
1: beautiful. I have another fact for you. Did you know that wearing your heart on your sleeve is more than just a phrase? Please, shock me to my very core. In the Middle Ages, young men and women drew names to see who their Valentines would be. And they would wear the name pinned to their sleeve for one week so that everyone would know their supposed true feelings. So they actually wore their heart on a sleeve, or just the name. Middle yeah. ages were crazy, weren't they? Yeah, from the perspective of a millennial in the dating world, you have to deal with ghosting, blocking on social media. Yeah, it's.
0: <laughs> Maybe middle ages weren't that bad. And then for the final fun fact, you know my first love when I was fourteen. His birthday was on the fourteenth of February. I bet he loved it. Was he serious? Our relationship, do you mean? Yeah, it was yeah. very serious, very mature, very healthy. There was no kissing involved, but yeah, very mature.
1: I love a good teenage love.
0: you know what I used to do. I used <laughs> on the thirteenth of February, I would wait. I would stay awake really late. Of course, I was fourteen, I had school the next day, but I would stay up really late, and at twelve o'clock, exactly twelve zero zero, I would message him. Happy birthday or happy Valentine's Day,
1: or both? <laughs> happy birthday. That's commitment right there. Yeah, pure love. Anna, what's your stance on Valentine's Day? Love it? Hate it? Nothing?
0: I think it's just a reminder to appreciate and celebrate love. My feelings are pretty neutral. There are reasons to like it, but there are also reasons to dislike it. Honestly, Usually, I tend to go out for a meal or a date, either the day before or the day after Valentine's Day, just to avoid the crowd. So, normally, when I'm in a serious relationship, we just tend to do something pretty low-key on the 14th, just because oh, it's just full of people. It takes ages to
1: make a booking. I don't really care for it. What about you? Oh, I'm an anti-valentiner through and through. Why? I don't know, but let's find out. (laughs) Um, I was researching why people might not like Valentine's Day, and I found three. So reason number one is because you might be a rebel. And I think this is it for me, isn't it? It feels too obvious. It feels like it's not cool. I would have said because you're a hater. Mm, But okay, rebel really sounds good to me too. So you be a rebel. I'm rebelling against the system, but uh, I'm also a bit of a hater. You know, confession time, I just don't like going on social media and seeing all these flowers and things. And can you please keep it to yourself? I don't know. I am a bit of a hater. It's too sweet for you. Yeah. Quite sickening, eh? Yeah. It might have something to do with the resistance theory. So in marketing, this is a notion and it means that if people feel like they're being asked to comply with the prescribed or prepackaged behavior, they're unlikely to do so. That spoke to me.
0: Yeah, I think I understand that, Andre.
1: It's just like follow the crowd. Everyone has to do this on a certain day. Here comes reason number two. Valentine's Day might be particularly cringeworthy for you if you want to avoid intimacy. And this was really interesting because... There's been some research and they found out that people who are avoidance in their attachment style try not to become too intimate with their partners. And this holiday does the completely opposite of that. Reason number three, it's because you might be a little bit melodramatic right now. So there was a study on anticipation of emotion and across a sample of people, some were dating and some were single. And these people were asked how they felt about Valentine's Day before the 14th of February. And across the board, participants overestimated how intensely they'd feel about the holiday. The ones that they were dating believed they'd feel more positive about Valentine's Day than they actually did. And those who were single or not dating, they thought they'd feel more negative. And they were asked this question again after the holiday passed. And it turned out that both daters and singles felt the same way about Valentine's Day, on Valentine's Day.
0: That's so interesting. Seems like it was just another day. Yeah. Exactly that. When I looked into the reasons why people might dislike Valentine's Day, I came across a couple of things. One of them was um, this notion that this is the only day to celebrate love. And so people say that is not a great example for kids around us. Why do you show love just on the 14th of February when you are supposed to show acts of service or show your love and appreciation for that person every single day. And I cannot say I disagree with it. It's just that it's always nice to have an excuse to go out or to bring flowers or buy chocolates. The second one, when it comes about buying, it's consumerism. I found this article on Times of India and they were talking about expensive splurging. And we kind of understand that Valentine's Day is just mainly marketing for plenty of brands. Probably that's when they make the most profit, you know, along with Christmas and other celebrations. And they say that they are not only selling love, but making a huge profit out of it. They were discussing, for instance, the price of most ordinary items like chocolate and cakes. It's easy to notice an increase in price, but also you feel like you have to buy because it's Valentine's Day. So you overlook this increase. Obviously, people that dislike consumerism or overspending on normal chocolate or what's normal chocolate on a normal day. They say that this expensive splurging in combination with love is not everyone's cup of tea.
1: Yeah. Now we have a big list of reasons not to like Valentine's Day. But I want to ask you, why do you like it?
0: And I can tell you the reason I love the holiday. And it's because of one of the stories I found. This lady tells the story of her Valentine's Day. And here I quote her. One of my worst Valentine's Day turned into my most memorable. My husband and I were homeless and broke. We were driving to a new job in Dallas, Texas. Nerves on edge. We had fought all day long. It had gotten so bad neither of us were speaking anymore. The sun went down and after a remarkably beautiful sunset, there was a full moon. Instead of enjoying it, it just made me feel more alone. Suddenly, George Jones came on the radio with He stopped loving her today. As the tears welled up in my eyes, I turned towards the window so my husband couldn't see me cry. Then out of nowhere, my husband said, I don't know what I'll do if I lost you now. I'm so sorry. I love you. Oh, I'm so emotional, Ande. And then she says, all the little romantic gifts I've long forgotten, but I'll never forget that. And after 20 years, whenever things get bad, I still draw on the love I felt at that moment. For the first time in my life, I knew love could survive even the worst of times. I think this is beautiful. It's not beautiful that they were broken, homeless, but you know, the idea of it. And the fact that it stuck with her for so long, obviously, it meant a lot more. It Gave her maybe a perspective on the moment. For inspiration purposes, sure, we'll look at some cards ideas for Valentine's Day. Yes. But first, I want to start with the sign. I've noted outside the bar, it says, we have beer as cold as your ex's heart. I couldn't leave that one out. It's good marketing, isn't it? I'd yes. walk in. Okay. First idea, you suck less than most people. Absolutely. I feel special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have one. you do, with a few more adjustments. Uh, simple and to the point, right? Um, another one says, I'm not sick of you, yet. This is something that you would give someone when you've been in a relationship for a bit longer. Oh, I like this one. You're my favorite thing to do. Another one is, you are acceptable. And the last one is, we have tolerated each other for so long, it's remarkable. Happy Valentine's Day.
0: You know what? I feel like these card ideas would be straight to the point. Romance is not that 100%. André, if you had to describe Valentine's Day in one
1: phrase, what would you say? Ugh. Roses are red, violets are blue. When February 14 comes, I have work to do. <laughs> Look at the poet in you. <laughs> what would you say? It's not a phrase,
0: but it's my favorite poem. It says, I don't know, but I need you in my life, in ways even I don't understand. Not to keep reading, but in ways that leave me breathless. A hopeless romantic. I like it. <laughs>